0: Let's welcome in now. TSN.ca's Scott Collins, Scotty.
1: How's it going? Great, Andy. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good, sir. Uh, you, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna start where we always love to start, Scotty, and that is that is letting the people know. Um, well, I was I'm trying to delay for uh, Grady can get the sting, <laughs> but you know what? Forget it. We're, we'll we'll just we'll just start there. We're, oh, we got it. Okay. Hey, you know what? We got to play it.
1: It's time <laughs>
0: for the best. <laughs> And worst of the NHL this week. Hockey analytics, heroes, and zeros. With Scott Cullen and Andy McNamara. I can only uh, tap dance for so long, Scotty. It's all good. Yeah, I understand. (laughs) (laughs)
1: understand. (laughs) But that sweet guitar riff was worth it. How about uh, the heroes? Let's start Brayden Shen. Brayden Shen. uh, Moving to St. Louis this year. And I know there were maybe some thoughts that... uh, He had been propped up in Philadelphia, playing with uh, Giroux and and Voracek quite a bit. Well, he may be getting propped up in St. Louis, playing with Jaden Schwartz and Vladimir Tarasenko. His last Hmm. nine games, he has two goals, eleven assists, over sixty percent Corsi, and you know he has nineteen points in seventeen games since uh, uh, since moving to to the Blues. And so, you know, he's basically become a first line center, which I don't think was necessarily the expectation uh, when he was moved in the summer.
0: Now, for the second hero, we go to a 20-year-old centerman for the Islanders.
1: Yes, Matthew Barzal. Started the season a little bit slowly, but has been on a tear lately. He had five assists in a game uh, last Mm -hmm. week, uh, now has 11 points in his past seven games, and over those seven games, 58% Corsi. He's... He's basically stepped in and become the the, you know ideal second line center that they need behind John Tavares. And I think the Islanders had hopes that that was going to happen. I'm not sure they expected it to happen this quickly. And uh, Barzell's confidence, if you you happen to catch any of the games, you can see that it's just it's growing by leaps and bounds because he's starting to try some uh, rather creative things as as he's uh, attacking opposing defenses. And so uh, I I think the the Islanders have a good one there, and they're, they're starting to find out already just how good Barzell can be.
0: Scotty, it doesn't happen often, so when he does struggle, you can pounce on him as a zero. Sid, the kid, Sidney Crosby makes the list.
1: This is it, Andy. Oh. I'm taking my chance here. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever had to, to pull out on Sidney Crosby uh, as a zero. But past 10 games, Sid has three assists. He's under 48% Corsi. And during five-on-five play, he's on the ice for two goals for, 10 goals against. Ooh. This is not the, our typical Sidney Crosby. I mean, even the fact that... Um, you know, he goes through scoring slumps every now and then, usually not quite like this. But he his uh, his course on the season is under fifty percent, which, you know, that's highly, highly unusual. And so, um I, I don't know that we can attribute a whole lot to it. I mean, you you see who he's playing with. There's these are all guys who have been there before and, and had success with him. But uh in the early going right now, uh, the Penguins are basically being carried by, by Malkin and Kessel. Uh, while they wait for Sidney Crosby to get playing like Sidney Crosby.
0: The final zero. Ugly start for Rodden Verbata in Florida.
1: Yeah, Rodden Verbata, he had a hat-trick a couple of weeks ago, and those were his only goals this season. Uh, (laughs) Since then, uh, in six games, he has two assists. He 34% Corsi. Three goals for, eight goals against. I mean, 34% Corsi is just getting your brains caved in night after night. So, uh, that's uh, I mean, the, the Panthers did all right with uh, getting Evgeny Dadnov uh, to come back from Russia, and he's kind of filled in nicely and, as one of their uh, top six right-wingers, and, and Verbata was supposed to fill in the other. Uh, I suppose he is in that spot, but uh, they need him to be better than he's been lately.
0: So that was Heroes and Zeros. If you missed that, again, you can go at TSN Scott Cullen, at Andy MC 81 or at TSN Analytics. We'll tweet it out for you later. Now, Scotty, you put out, statistically speaking, Monday to Friday on TSN.ca, but also the top 10 storylines of the week. We didn't have a chance to chat about it last week. Three-way trade. Three-way trade. Yeah. Matt Duchesne, we thought all, all of last year's trade deadline was, is Duchesne going to be moved? Finally, he was in a deal between the Sens, the Preds, and the Avalanche. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, my thoughts, I think Ottawa paid a pretty steep price to get Matt Duchesne. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the draft picks that they're sending, uh, and be, because I'm not sure how big an upgrade Duchesne is on Kyle Turris, I think from Ottawa's perspective, they're buying another year of of contract on Duchesne, Mm -hmm. which I think I think they like that. Um, But I'm not sure that there's a huge upgrade. Like Duchesne probably adds a little bit more offense, but I don't think he's as good defensively. So I think, you know, if you give Duchesne an edge, it's probably a pretty slight edge uh, in the head to head there. And so, with Deshane comes in, Turris goes out. I think I don't know that Ottawa is dramatically better. I think maybe they're a little bit better. I think Nashville is significantly better because Kyle Turris comes in and is a really good second line center for them. Uh, in fact, if Ryan Johansson continues to struggle, Kyle Turris might might steal his first line uh, center job. But um, that Nashville gets Turris uh, for a couple of prospects and, and some good prospects nonetheless. But prospects in a second-round draft pick, I think that makes Nashville immediately better. And then, strangely enough, I think the winner of the whole deal is actually Colorado. Hmm. Because, you know, for as much criticism as Joe Sackick took over this Matt Shane process, that everyone thought he, he waited too long and he was too gun-shy because of how things went down in the Ryan O'Reilly trade, well, you know he he waited and ends up getting well six maybe even seven assets. It depends where you consider Andrew Hammond whether he's asset or liability uh at this point but uh the prospects that they um they got from nashville are are really good uh and I think probably have a chance to to play for them this year um and you know when you get a first a second, and a third round pick uh I think that uh you know when you're a team who's in the the rebuilding mode that colorado or that Colorado is in. I, I think that's, that's a pretty good haul. And, and more importantly, I think Duchesne, you know, not that 26 is old, but I think the core of Colorado, you know, by the time they're going to be good is going to be around the Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, um, Tyson Jost, um, that group of, of forwards. And so those guys are younger, you know, you're 21, 22, 23. And so you may as well, um, you know, if you're moving out Duchesne, get more young assets that are going to fit or, fit in at the same, same age level.
0: Yeah, when they're ready to be good, they'll be uh, ready to go along with them. Uh, Scotty, thank you so much as always.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Andy.
0: All right, Scott Cullen from tsn.ca. You can find all his work there, and he tweets it out, at TSN Scott Cullen.